Happy Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Foster, your host of Shut Up and Grind. Today, we're going to be talking about retirement. So I have some, some tech problems going on. Like this is weird green stuff floating around by, by my head and my computer is going really slow. So hopefully we don't have any episodes, I mean, any issues during this episode or we can get through everything because my guest today is going to be talking about how to set yourself up for retirement. So if you're new to the show, if you're joining me over on YouTube, please uh, like and subscribe. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. If you're joining me on my Facebook pages, again, please like and share. And if you're brand new, we have different topics, different guests. I've had guests from all over the world. This podcast is heard in 38 different countries. We're closing in on 40. And it's all about overcoming obstacles, taking control of your life, defying the odds, and just getting to whatever end result you are looking for. So today we're going to be setting up yourself to have a wonderful end of life. End of life. That probably doesn't sound right. A better golden years of your life. Like end of life sounds so final. So I should, definitely shouldn't have said it that way. So to help me have this conversation, we brought on Frank Gouda. Welcome. Hi. Right, thank you for having me on your show, Rob. My pleasure. Thank you for taking the time out on this Sunday to share about this topic because I know I got my notebook already because I know I'm going to – oh, camera's over here. <laughs> I got my notebook already, so I'm going to learn from you myself. So first and foremost, where are you joining us from? I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale. I like that area. Yeah. Nice. Are you originally from there? No, actually, I'm originally from South Africa. Okay. I came to the States in 77, about 45 years ago, and moved to Fort Lauderdale in 82, about 40 years ago. Nice. So what, what brought you over here from Africa? Huh. Well, I grew up in South Africa during apartheid. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> being of the wrong race, uh, you know, I had no right to vote. I was born in a, a society where my parents had no right to vote. So I said I didn't want to live in a country like that. So I decided to leave. Okay. Boy. Yeah, that, that must have been, been a tough time. That didn't end until like the early 90s, right? 94 when Mandela became president, correct. Yes. Yes. Wow. I, I remember all that. <laughs> yeah, I remember all that. Wow. Well, good for you for uh, making the, the decision to give yourself a better opportunity. Right. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of people struggle with that. And a lot of people also struggle with taking care of their retirement. So how did you get into this field? Sure. I've been a CPA for over in practice for over 35 years. And prior to that, I was with the national CPA firm. And over the years, clients would ask me, what do I do with my money? Where do I invest it? So I got involved and studied more because I would refer them out to a broker. And uh, often it wasn't the right thing for them and wasn't always the right thing for the client. And as my clients get older and I'm getting older as well, uh, when a lot of my clients experienced what happened in 2001 and 2008, uh, I said, there's got to be a better way, uh, especially if you're older and you're getting closer to retirement, which I call the retirement danger zone, which is the five years before and the first five years during retirement. If you go in the traditional way of investing in stocks and bonds and real estate and stuff like that, and when values go down and you're starting to withdraw money, you could have a problem. Uh, if you mind, I can give you an example of how that worked, which is the return, uh, you know, the risk of returns. Yeah. Let me give you two examples, Mr. Smith and Ms. Jones. They both retired at age 65. 
they both had over a million dollars in their portfolio. They both had an average annual return of about 10.5% during the growth period, including the ups and downs. That doesn't mean that they were getting 10.5 every year. Some years they made 30%, some years they lost 30%. They, uh, they both withdrew 5% from their portfolio. They felt, well, if I made an average annual return of 10.5, and if I'm withdrawing 5, I should be okay. The only difference was that Mr. Smith retired five years before Ms. Jones. Mr. Smith, unfortunately, ran out of money, whereas Ms. Jones was okay. So what happened? This is what's called the sequence of returns. Mr. Smith didn't realize that the year he retired, the market also went down. So he was taking out money out of his portfolio and the account value is going down. He basically created a death spiral that he could never recover from and eventually had to move in with his kids. Whereas Ms. Jones was okay because when she retired, the market actually went up and she had a cushion. So when the market went down later, she was okay. So my question to a lot of people is, do you want to leave your retirement to the vagarities of the stock market or do you want certainty? And I think most people would want certainty. Certainty, yep. and, and that's why I wrote my book, Your Safe Retirement Roadmap, which talks about the four bucket system. Do you want me to get into that? Or? Safe retirement. Hey, this is your baby. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the first bucket is your liquidity bucket. This is money you keep aside for emergencies. Because emergencies will happen yes. and usually happen at the most inopportune time. So you want to make sure that you have enough money set aside for emergency, usually about three to six months of expenses set aside in a savings account, even with low interest, you need some emergency money. Once you've got the emergency money set up, then you look at monies that you want to use for the future for growth that will give you an income stream to replace the paycheck you were getting while you were working. And that can be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or growth annuity, etc. The third bucket is the income bucket. This is the bucket that will create a pension for you because less than 20% of the population has a pension today. So you need to create our own. And, and in order to do that, you, there's only two, three vehicles that can do that. It's, it's a pension, but less than 20% of the population has a pension. And the rest is uh, Social Security, which is essentially a pension issued by the U.S. government. And the third and only other vehicle where you can create an income stream that is guaranteed for life is through an annuity. So what is an annuity? An annuity is an investment through an insurance company. And... What they do is you give them a sum of money and they'll give you an income stream that is guaranteed for the rest of your life, no matter how, what, how long you live, no matter what happens in the stock market. So if Mr. Smith had an annuity, he wouldn't have had to worry. Even when the market went down, he would have continued to get the check for as long as he lived for the rest of his life. And if he was married for the rest of his spouse's life. So that's the third bucket, and that's a key bucket that most people don't really understand and take, take into account. The fourth bucket is what you want to pass out to the next generation, and you can do that for pennies on the dollar, income tax-free if done properly. Because a lot of people feel guilty that if they spend all their money, you know, what they're going to leave for the next generation or the kids, and they kind of don't spend their money. But if you do it this way, 
you essentially give yourself a permission slip to spend all your money because the kids are already taken care of. Okay. So, so now this isn't, this isn't the first episode I've done on retirement, but I haven't heard it broken down like this before. Okay. You know, so this is, this is, you know I'm saying like, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, yeah. you know? So now you're talking about the retirement danger zone. So just, just go a little deeper into that again. And then I, I have some follow-up questions about what you just shared too, but I want to start with the retirement danger zone. Sure. Imagine if you worked hard all these years and you worked for 20, 30 years and you saved up a nice nest egg, maybe a million dollars in your 401k plan, and you decide to retire. And this is not 2008 when we had this, this uh, recession. recession yeah. The market fell 30% and you're taking out money, you could end up like Mr. Smith. So you've got to definitely, especially the five years before and the first five years during retirement, which is the retirement danger zone, you want to avoid taking stock market risk. I mean, a million dollars, a 30% decline, that's $300,000. Yeah. Whereas there's ways to do that without losing a dime. Clients that have listened to me didn't lose a dime in 2001 or 2008. Uh, they didn't make as much when the market went up, but at least when you look at uh, protecting your downside and sharing in the upside, you generally outperform other vehicles, especially in a down market. In an up market, you might not perform as well, but if you saved enough money, and why risk it? Why risk if you, you know, if you're younger and you're doing dollar cost averaging, that's fine. You might be okay because uh, as the market goes down, you're buying cheaper stocks and you, you know, you're accumulating money. That, but when you're taking out money, it works against you, especially during this phase of the retirement danger zone. So in my, in my circles, I, I hear a lot of people don't invest because it's so confusing. You know, so like, it's like, how, how do you get people to understand what all this means? Yeah, that's very true. People don't have concept about the stock market. They listen to tips and then they buy stuff and it goes down or they buy penny stocks and, you know, things like that. I think you've got to have a discipline. Uh, there's a lot of books you can read about retirement planning. You've got to have, like I said, the bucket system because now you know you've got emergency set aside. You know that this other money that you're having for long-term growth, you're not going to touch for several, several years, 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And then you've got this, this other bucket, especially if you're 50 and over and you've accumulated a nice sum, you want to protect what you have and then have that give you an income stream. Because what I like to do is look at your cash flow currently. And then I project what your cash flow will be in retirement. Because you know now you have a mortgage, you might have kids, you have kids to put through college, etc. And when you get older and your kids are already out of the house, so that's taken care of, perhaps your mortgage is paid off. So you really don't have that big expense, but you might have more travel, you might have more medical expenses, etc. So you got to account for all of those things. And, and if you use this, this bucket system, it makes it simple for people to follow. Uh, that's, uh, that's what I would recommend to people. Or, or go and see a financial professional, you know, that understands all these things. 
Uh, when you're younger, like I said, you could be a little bit more aggressive. But as you get older, and especially if you've accumulated a lump sum, lump sum of money, you want to protect it. Okay. So were you always in, interested in in numbers? Like, is that why you, you became a CPA? Yes, always. That came natural to me. Uh, you know, uh, my dad had a retail store and uh, he would show me, you know, how to do the banking mm -hmm. and count the money. So I was very little and I always had interest in that. And and when I finished high school and my my one of my teachers talked to me about, hey, what a CPA is and what an accountant does and, you know, and it's the language of business. And I was always interested in that. So nice. Yeah, it's like I li like to know why people do what do what they do. But right. and so you're definitely going to have no shortage of of clientele, you know, prospects out there. Because I once turned down a speaking gig at a school because they didn't want me. Because like a, a segment of my speech is I show the kids that how they can make money with their smartphones, and uh, they they didn't want me to do that because it, it was a trade school. She's like, uh, you know, the purpose of this school is is we want the kids to go on to either further education or to enter the workforce. And uh, I was like, but they should be able to make their own decision on what they do. Like they have to know what's available to them. Right. You know? And, and so they, they said, you know, we'll, we'll gladly have you come in and speak, but we don't want you speaking about entrepreneurship. So it's like, you know, the kids are groomed to just enter the workforce. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they said. Work hard, get a job. Yeah. Uh, very little about entrepreneur. People don't understand investments. They don't understand being an entrepreneur, what it is, what's involved. Yeah. And and if you look at the most successful people in the world, they're entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and all right, so getting back to your book, your Safe Retirement Roadmap. So what inspired you to write that? The same reason, you know, because what happened in 2001 and 2008 and I just said, people don't need to take unnecessary risk because if you invested, even if you didn't withdraw money in 2001, it took 14 years just to break even. Mm -hmm. So those 14 years, if you had something where your principal was protected from stock market risk and you're not losing any money during that period, and when it recovers, you recover from the high watermark, for, for example, if you had $600,000 in your 401k and you had it in something like what I talk about where your principal is protected and the market goes down 30%, you lose nothing. Your 600 is intact. Yeah. Uh, two, three years later, the market goes up 10%. You go up from 600 to 660, whereas the other one that went down to 400 or 300,000 will go up from there. So when you really take into account the losses and the gains, most of the time, especially when you've accumulated a large sum, you should come out ahead. Yeah. Plus, it gives you peace of mind and no stress. Imagine being, you know, if you did a proper plan and you know that in retirement you need, say, for example, 10000 a month, just as an arbitrary, then you've got, you know, take into account income taxes and everything else. And, and that would give you enough of an income. And, of course, having something in there to keep up with inflation and you, once you've established that, then you know that this would be a guaranteed, like an annuity, for example, give you a guaranteed lifetime income of 8000 or 10000 or whatever the number is. You know, you're already set. Yeah. 
anything over and above that you can take a little bit more risk you can invest it in different things if you're into real estate you can do that and real estate is a great investment but you know there's risk there too so if you want certainty then you know no matter what happens that 10 grand is coming to you every month no matter what happens and the rest you can be a little bit more aggressive with or or you know spend it on the kids or whatever <laughs> yeah see i think that that part should ease some people's minds because you mentioned it earlier because i think a lot of people are afraid of the risk absolutely yeah. or taking unnecessary especially like i said when you get older when you're young you could because you've got time to recover and you're not taking money out you're putting money in and that works in your favor at times but when you're taking money out it's like works the opposite way yeah so you know yeah and i think people are unaware and there's a lot of misconceptions out there especially some people saying oh don't get an annuity it's like saying you know you see one bad movie don't go to the movies i mean it just you know makes no sense <laughs> so it depends there's some annuities with high fees and all that and you want to avoid those i'm talking about ones with low fees with principal protection. Okay. Good, good, good. So how can people get your book? Oh, yeah. My book is available on Amazon. In fact, I'm pretty sure I have it in the description. Yeah. yeah. It's your safe retirement roadmap. Uh, it's available on Amazon. I think this will be a big help to people. Uh, it's very easy to read. Uh, and uh, And again, for people on your show, if they want to call me, you can give them my email address. They can email me. I'd be glad to answer any questions. Awesome. So what do you think is the number one thing you help people with? Like, what's what are people struggling with the most when they come to you? You know, the biggest fear people have is the fear of speaking in public. The second yeah. biggest fear is the fear of running out of money in retirement. Yeah. And that's why I, want, I give people peace of mind. I have clients that have thanked me in 2001 and 2008 that invested with me that didn't lose a dime. And one guy emailed me, he says, man, thank you. He says, my check comes month after month. I don't have to stress. You gave me peace of mind. And that makes me feel good. You know, I feel like I've done something, help somebody and give them a stress-free retirement if I can. Nice. It's like, I, I love it when I ask those questions because you can always tell by the way the people answer the question if they're really passionate about what they do. And, you know, your face just lit up there when you were talking about that. <laughs> Thank so you. Like, like, I love that. It's like when I talk to people about fitness, it's, I always tell them it's, it's not the fact that I help you lose weight or that I help, help you gain muscles. Like, it's when you display that confidence. Yeah. That's where I'm like, yes, like, that's why we're doing this is for that. You know, so giving them that peace of mind that they can do whatever it is that they want to do. So it's Correct. like different in industries, but same target. You know? Correct. Correct. Exactly. It's all about helping people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's next for you? Well, I'm, you know, uh, I just became a grandpa. So which oh, nice. I, Congratulations. I love that. Uh but, uh, you know, I still continue doing this, and I'll continue to work as long as I can to help as many people as I can. Uh, I think I can add a lot of value. Uh, I think with my background and experience, I can definitely help a lot of people. And that's my goal. Yeah. Nice. So we, we connected from the, the National Publicity Summit, right? Yes, yes, we did. 
Okay. Did did you get any any good good gigs from that? Yes, I did. I did about five or six oh, podcasts nice. and, and, and and shows. So nice. that yeah, that got me some exposure. Awesome. And yeah, they're good people over there. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. And yeah, I'm actually I, working on 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 a on a t on a uh, course that I'm going to do online, which is similar to my safe nice. retirement roadmap, but it's a course where people Love can it. sign up and 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 send. Yeah. Yeah. I'll actually, I'll actually be on the lookout the lookout for that too because I'm not I'm not good with money. I'll straight up <laughs> own it. <laughs> I own yeah. it hundred percent. I'm just not good. But so I definitely need something to reel that in now. I'm going to be 48 in a couple of weeks. So uh, okay. Like yeah, I think it's, yeah. yeah. And you know, you do the training, right? You, yeah. You, just as you take care of your body, you take care of your money yeah. the same way. And if you look at it that way, a little bit every day can amount to a lot of money. So like, you know, if you work out every day or five days a week, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I told you, I just got um, back. I just got back from a hike. That's why I'm still sweating. <laughs> it's true. If, if, if I worked on that as hard as I, as I work on me, I'd be rolling. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just a matter of discipline and realizing what your end goal is and then shooting for that and, and monitoring your goal as you go along. Yes. And I think, you know, that's, that's key. All right. So let's go back to the bucket system. Yes. So, so you said the first one is you want to put away three to six months worth of, of expenses. And where are you putting that? Just in a, in a savings in account? A savings account. Yeah. Something you don't worry. About. That's not meant for investment. That's just for emergency money because emergencies will happen. Yeah. And, and one of the things about an annuity, usually for them to give you that lifetime income guarantees, there's usually some surrender charges, at it, so it's not readily available because that's essentially a long-term investment. Yeah. So you want to have this bucket of money for emergency, so you don't have to touch any of the other assets, you know, your stock portfolio or your in, uh, long-term growth annuity, something like that, because you've got this emergency money. AC breaks down your car, this happened, mm-hmm. that happened. You just tap into this, this, this bucket so it doesn't interfere with the rest of the bucket and let that grow. Yes. Okay. And then on, you mentioned stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. So obviously for people that don't know, you would go seek out someone like yourself to Correct. to do this. But again, I, I think a lot of people fear it because they don't understand it. Right. Yeah. You know, that's so true. That's why people use financial advisors and go and interview a few, see who you like, maybe go by referrals, people that have used somebody. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's, like I said, there's a lot of people out there that probably either don't understand some of the vehicles and and and, and sometimes don't give you the right advice. Uh, but yeah, it, it's something that you want to probably, you know, go with somebody that is used a, a financial planner and 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 maybe recommend somebody like that or and read books, understanding the stuff. You know, I'll be you can read my book and see if you agree with what I'm doing. And, and, and in all fairness, my book is more targeted towards 50 and over because people that have accumulated some money or late forties and over, but people that are in the twenties and thirties, you know, they could be a little bit more aggressive and they might not have a lump sum of money and they can invest in mutual funds and, you know, dollar cost averaging, something like that. 
ongoing basis. And then once they accumulated a lump sum of money, then they can be a little bit more conservative and protect what they've accumulated. And so now with young people, because I have a 23-year-old and a 20-year-old huh. right now, like would, would something like it, an annuity benefit them this this young if they were just putting in little by little? Uh, a growth annuity may work for somebody like that because the big advantage of that is tax deferred. If it's earmarked for, because they cannot touch the money till age 59 and a half. Yeah. So it's kind of a forced savings because if you invested a dollar, say in the stock market, and it's a taxable account. So every time you make a profit, a capital gains, a dividends, you're paying taxes on it. Mm-hmm. And just as an example, if you were in the in the highest 35% tax bracket, and if you took a dollar, doubled it, and every year doubled, it took, takes 20 years for a dollar to turn into a million dollars. So one becomes two, two becomes four, eight, 16, yeah. 32. If you were in the 35% tax bracket, took a dollar, paid taxes on, on it, it doubled, say to two dollars, paid the taxes on it. So you left on that additional dollar, you, you got 65 cents. So you got dollar sixty-five, that doubles to three twenty. Then you pay taxes on it. You you lose about almost a million dollars. So you, you after twenty years, after paying taxes, you might have you know fifteen, twenty thousand dollars in your account as opposed to a million dollars. Wow. <laughs> so money that is earmarked for retirement. You don't you want to defer taxes on it as much as you can. So that's where annuities would come in for growth annuity. Uh, the other thing for young people, I recommend a Roth IRA, especially for your 23 year old. Are they working? Yes. They can put away six thousand a year into a Roth IRA. They don't get the tax deduction now, but it's tax deferred. And then when they get to be age 60 and say that it's a, it, that ends up being. $200,000, the entire 200000 is tax-free. Wow. So you, you don't get the benefit of the seed, but you get the benefit of the harvest when yes. you retire. So for young people, I highly recommend. Now there's restrictions. You've got to make less than 130000 I believe the number is in 2022. Uh, so where you can contribute through a Roth IRA. So if they're not making that kind of money, I would suggest a Roth IRA very much for younger people. I've done that for my kids, and now I'm going to do it for my grandkids. Well, I, grandkids can't do a Roth IRA yet because they're not working. <laughs> but but I'm That's I'm great. opening up an account for them to you know to for college and stuff. And as they get older, when they start working on you know like what I did with my kids. You know. Yes, love it. All right, so give us a give us a final takeaway here. Like if if it's something something that you want people to take away from from this time what what is it you know there's a lot of misconceptions out there and people like i said one of the things the third bucket that i use which is for the annuity which creates a pension for you gives you a guaranteed lifetime income without stock market risk people need to look into that not have an open mind because as you know people say oh I've had so many cases where we're well, talking about an annuity. I hate annuities. So why do you hate annuities? I mean, <laughs> you know, it just makes no sense. Look into it. There's annuities with low fees where principal is protected. So something like that to look for for retirement will give you an income stream that is guaranteed for the rest of your life. Uh, if you're looking to pass on to the next generation, there's effective ways to do that income and estate tax free. Now, for the younger people that don't have a lot of money, 
that can spare maybe a few hundred a month or you know maybe six thousand a year definitely do a Roth IRA if you qualify for it because like I said if you gross tax deferred and it's totally tax free when you take it out and and start saving start saving early no matter what you do uh, you know a couple of hundred bucks a month you might not miss uh, even if it's fifty dollars a month it's something better than nothing yes and just continue doing that on an ongoing basis and just forget about that money you know like like you don't have it when it comes out of your checking account just like a regular bill like a cell phone bill or you won't miss it and you know after 10 years or so it's quite a bit of money that you've accomplished yeah and you know and if you as you make more money contribute more to it contribute to your 401k especially if the company's matching uh, some companies match you know three four percent uh, that's free money so if you're putting in a hundred dollars and they match a hundred dollars that's two hundred dollars you're getting a hundred percent return on your money right there and that's working tax deferred and you're getting a tax deduction you're not paying taxes on that money so nice all great advice love it so that is our time so okay. thank you very much for taking the time so i got a whole page full of notes over here going to go talk to the kids as soon as we uh, we finish up here. <laughs> it's like, kids, Monday, guess what we got to do? <laughs> and you know what? The kids will thank you. When you're long gone, they will remember, Dad, hey, Dad did this for us. That's why I have this chunk of money. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let people know again how they can get in touch with you. Uh, my, I can be reached by email, frank at Frank Gouda, G-U-T-T-A, C-P-A.com. That's the best way to reach me. Uh, my, my, my phone number is 954-629-7242. That's my cell number. You can call me there, too, if you want to. If I don't get back to you right away, just leave a message, and I'll get back to you. And uh, you can go to my website, yoursaferetirementroadmap.com. Awesome. Love it. Frank, have yourself a great day down there in sunny Florida. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure working with you. Yes, it was. All right. Take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shut Up and Grind. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Robert has over 20 years experience pouring his knowledge and expertise at many events in the service and fitness industry, as well as secondary schools and universities. He has a true passion for helping others break through the barriers that are holding them back. To book Robert B. Foster to speak or to reach out, go to robertbfoster.com. Till next time, shut up and grind.